Pro Football Playbook, presented by the Pigskin Podcast Network, your source for team news, draft needs, player profiles and rankings, full senior bowl, combine, and NFL draft coverage, news, analysis, discussion. It's in the playbook. Now, here is your host, sports journalist Bill Alfstead, and featured analyst Keith Myers. Hey everybody, welcome to the Pro Football Playbook. I'm your host, Bill Alvstead, sitting down with Keith Myers. We're glad to see you. Welcome in, Keith. Let's talk some AFC this week. Yeah, it's a um, it's definitely the more competitive of the two conferences because like the NFC, you've got like the five teams at the top, a couple of teams in the middle, and then a bunch of bad teams. Um, whereas with the AFC, it feels wide open this year. You've got what is it, 13 teams that are all you know within two games of a playoff spot. Uh, here at the you know the midseason mark, it's it's a lot more fun to have that many teams in it. So yeah, well, it was an interesting week. Um, it really was, yeah, because a lot of teams just kind of got blown blown up a little bit. Um, momentum's kind of shifted. Uh, the tide is turning for a couple of teams, uh, like Kansas City, for example. That Monday night game against the Raiders just really kind of surprised me. I thought the Raiders would actually put up a pretty decent fight because Kansas City was struggling. They were having some problems with their offensive line. Mahomes wasn't being consistent in being able to get the ball out and getting the ball spread out all over the place. And in this game, it just kind of all came together for Kansas City, which makes me think that they're just kind of coming up at the right time right now. Yeah, and I I think, you know, you also have to look at the rest of that division because we knew going into the year that that division was going to be good. And uh, every team in that division is currently at 500 or better. Um, But the, the chiefs at six and four lead the division, but the chargers at five and four, the Raiders at five and four and the Mm -hmm. Broncos at five and five, they're all right there. What did Um, you think about the chargers losing to the Vikings 27 to 20? It was really unexpected to me. I expected the Chargers to handle that game. And especially early on, it looked like that was going to happen. But uh, just couldn't sustain anything in the second half. And, you know, just gave the Vikings a chance to, you know, pull that one out. And sometimes the Vikings surprise you a little bit. They just haven't been doing great this year. Nothing really special about the team on offense or defense. And all of a sudden, they just put together a complete game, and and they can they can take one from you. Now, mm-hmm. the, and the Chargers, conversely, I thought they would have been a little bit better on defense this year, and their defense just hasn't quite stepped up this year. No. The offense is okay, but seemingly they need the defense a little bit more than people thought. Everyone thought Justin Hubert was going to come in and kind of carry that team, uh, but it, it does show that they do need a, a competent defense to kind of make that team complete. Well, yeah, I mean, you're, you, you're only going to go so far w- without a defense. And no matter how uh, well Herbert plays, if they can't stop teams, uh, you know, eventually all it takes is a mistake here or there or a penalty and th- that kills a drive and you, then you lose a game. And that's what we're seeing happen with the Chargers a lot is is they're, they're just not good enough on that side of the ball. Uh, I, I will also say that that it's not like Herbert hasn't played perfectly. Like it's not just like oh well, it's it's nothing's on him. Um, he hasn't taken that big step forward that I think everyone really expected from him. But it's not like he's played poorly either. What were what were two games this week that really kind of surprised you? That you oh, thought a- no problem these these guys are going to win this game no problem and it just didn't turn out that way. 
Well, um, you, you, how do you not uh, start with the Dolphins um, beating the Ravens? Right. I mean, the Dolphins have looked just bad throughout most of this year. Um, and I mean, they, the Dolphins lost to the, um, to the Jaguars. Uh, and, but then, you know, and the Ravens have been good, but then 22 to 10, Dolphins upset the Ravens. I, I was yeah. now that was last Thursday too, by the way, because it seems like forever ago. Yeah, <laughs> but, um, but right, yeah. yeah. And how about and how about the Patriots? Browns that's the other game? one. It's like it's like yeah. the Patriots somehow or another are putting together a season uh, yep. with their rookie quarterback who's just been playing outstanding. He's been mentioned in the kind of rookie of the year discussions, and he um, should be, and he should be. And the Browns, yeah. conversely, were going to be right there. They were there last year. They had a great run last year. I mean, they were just on the precipice of getting into that um, that title game and making some really good progress this year to to get over the hump. And they've just regressed this year. And and this game, forty five to seven, yeah. was just a complete wake up call for them. I I would imagine. And they're currently at five and five. I mean, just five hundred. Well, yeah, I mean, five and five, and they started out good. I mean, they were one of the better teams in the AFC the first three weeks, and then. Uh, you just kept expecting, okay, they, you know, get tripped up here and you get it's tripped up there. It's their defense, but if, too. But their defense has allowed 241 points so far this year. Yeah. That's their a defense lot just of isn't points. getting it done. Um, and, I mean, they are banged up. And that's part of it. And, uh, you know, your their quarterback is is dealing with a foot injury and a knee injury and, um, you know, that, that torn labrum in his, in his other shoulder that needs surgery, but he's going to try and play through it until, uh, you know, he – until the season's over and that kind of stuff. But it's just a situation where that team, plus the infighting with um, Odell Beckham Jr. and all of that mess and everything, like it kind of didn't, it doesn't surprise me that they're struggling right now because it's hard to overcome that kind of stuff. And the Patriots, on the other hand, like they were a team that did not look like a very good football team early on, but they are starting to really put it together. I mean, just the quality of, you know, the way they play and how they execute and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Bill Belichick has oft, has been for the last decade or so kind of thought of as one of the, one of, if not the best coach in NFL history. Um, and he's kind of showing that this year. This has been a fantastic coaching job from him to get that defense going when it wasn't early and to really find a way to win behind the rookie quarterback. So you talked at the beginning of the show about how the AFC is just really competitive um, you know, and deep and deep this year compared to the NFC, there's a lot of NFC teams that are still in the kind of hunt with three or four wins. Um, and that's not the case in the AFC. Let's talk about the teams closer to the top and where they sit kind of in the, in the playoff run. You got the Tennessee Titans at eight and two. What do you think about Tennessee this year? And looks like they're really putting a, a, a case in to be the front runner to, mm-hmm. to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. Well, they've got two more wins than any other team. Um, only one. And their look at their whatever. strength of schedule too. The remaining yeah. way, it's like it's their strength of schedule is the easiest strength of schedule in the NFL in the remaining games. Yeah, it's and, set and up so, perfectly for them. Yeah, so they they've got two wins more than than the other teams because they've got eight, and uh, the second most wins is six by three different teams. Uh, actually, four different teams because um, the Patriots made it to there. But you have, um, and then you've got an easy schedule. The, for them, 
they what they need to do is they need they need to stay healthy. Uh, that's true for every team, uh, and they just and they need to find ways to make sure that they they continue um, and not let off the gas because everything's working right now. But you could make a case that hey, perhaps this team is peaking too early. You know how do you keep the how do you keep the 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 pedal down when you're two games up on the rest of the division? You know halfway through, uh, not the division, but the whole rest of the conference, and so, and then and not start to coast too early and have things fall apart before the playoffs get here. Um, they they really need to find a way to continue to push and continue to get better and and all of that. Uh, but they are in a great shape right now. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's going to be hard for them, you know, going going forward uh, with Derrick Henry missing, and you know, to be able to ride that into the playoffs, I think is a, is a really big thing. We'll see if they can continue uh, to have that running success going forward as well. Let's take a look at the at the three other division leaders right now, all with six wins. Um, Buffalo Bills. I think everybody thought that Buffalo would be there at the end, but are you surprised at all at six and three? They're, they're leading the AFC East, but that's not a huge accomplishment. Yeah. I mean, well, that's not a good division um, ever. And it never has been. I mean, usually it's the Patriots at the top and three bad teams. Now it's the bills at the top. The Patriots are actually doing pretty well in two really bad bad. teams. Yeah. Um, But so the bills have only given up 135 points so far. And now, a word from our sponsor, DraftKings. Football fans, who's ready to score some free bets? Now you can when you bet on any NFL game this week with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers who bet just $1 on either team to score can win $100 in free bets. When a team scores, you score. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Bet $1 on either team to score and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code TPPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 and older, New Jersey, Indiana, and Pennsylvania only. New customers only, minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required, one per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The second best in the entire AFC is the Patriots at 177. Like, we're... That that's like fifty point or yeah, it's forty points, uh, forty two points difference. Um, that's a that's a. I mean, think about that. That's like they are probably the best defense in the yeah. NFL. Well, in and, addition, Keith, they started five and one. They've lost a couple of tough games. Um, yeah, they, they lost to the really Titans. They lost to the Titans, and then they lost to the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. Like how you know? I guess every every team every year seems yeah. to have one of those games where. Well, Allen just had a really clunker game. I mean, yeah. he's been playing fantastic for most of the year, but he just played awful. He was missing guys. He was he threw a bunch of really dumb, bad interceptions. Um, it was just a really ugly game, um, and just very uncharacteristic. He's been pretty. He's been good this year, like really good. And well, he was good last year too. But 
anyways, he um, really just had a clunker. And you know what? Occasionally a player will do that. You just got to write it off and move on. Football. I don't think that game does not bother me in terms of feeling that the, the Bills are probably the best team in the AFC, not the Titans, but. Mm. Interesting. Um, Down the stretch, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, I, I still think they're the best team, mostly because of their defense, and I trust their offense to, to continue to score. Um, but it's worth you know watching uh, with them because you can't have clunkers like that against good teams uh, you know, or, or in the playoffs or anything like that. You've got to be consistent, and that kind of inconsistency does make you wonder a little bit. Baltimore Ravens sitting at six and three, first place in the AFC North. Mm-hmm. Um, they got shocked. You mentioned it against the Dolphins last Thursday night. Um, but they've got good quality wins as well against the Chiefs and the Chargers. Um, but then they lost to the to the Raiders and the Bengals. I mean, it, it they've been kind of up and down. It seems like it's, you know, what opponents are um are that they're that they're facing. Um it seems like Everything is riding on how they finish, and they've got a really fairly decent, difficult schedule, I should say, um, mm-hmm. remaining. One of the harder remaining schedules out there, and so I'm curious to see if Baltimore is is a serious player this year, or if they kind of fall back a little bit as as time goes on. How- well, I mean, they're 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 a good team, and but they they go. They're always going to be competitive. Yeah, they they, they nice, they're, they're well coached. Yes, yep. right. They go they go as as Jackson goes, and you know, uh, he, unfortunately, they they need some offensive weapons around him to help him just be. I'm more surprised they didn't there. go in all in on Beckham myself. Yeah, uh, that that is was a surprise, and, and but you know whatever. Um, here's what one of the things that's interesting. So they have the same record as the Bills, right? Six both both teams are six and three. Um, the bills have net points so right points for minus points against of 145 the ravens at the same record their net points is 14. yes yeah so close games (laughs) yeah um they're that's what's gonna happen yeah so they they're winning close games and they're losing by double digits and that's what happens you end up um there that that doesn't speak to a team that's 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 ready to just take a make a deep run into the playoffs. It really doesn't. So um, I I think that they're going to win the division. They're not really being pushed by anyone, but uh, they're they're a very questionable. Like, are they really a contender mm-hmm. team to me right now? They need to I find the, something else besides Jackson. I feel doing the everything. same way about Kansas City, although I. You know, you gotta you gotta give it to a team with that level of experience that they're going to be able to find a way to put it together and and finish strong. They're at six and four. They've got a difficult schedule ahead. Uh, New England's at six and four as well, but they're second place in the AFC East. That's the difference in mm-hmm. their seating right now. And then you've got a couple of five win teams: Pittsburgh Steelers and Los Angeles Chargers. Pittsburgh has a strength of schedule that's um, at six hundred. Uh, strength of schedule and the the LA Chargers are at 0.473 remaining strength of schedule. So mm-hmm. that'll be interesting to see which one of those second place teams can kind of rise up and get the the better seating. 
um, as there are seven playoff teams this year. Okay, honestly, how weird is it to say the L.A. Chargers? I know, right? Like, I know it's been... That came out of my mouth, and I was like, what? It's been a couple of years, (laughs) and the L.A. Rams I was able to get behind because they used to be the L.A. Rams like years ago. Right, yes. And so they're just just back in L.A. where they they kind of... where it felt like they kind of belong. Um, But the L.A. Chargers... I, I just have a hard time saying it. You know, you know what it's going to take. It's just it's going to take a really good year and a and a championship, and people start to get behind that, and it just yeah, it kind of comes. But uh, it'll be interesting because I thought that they would be maybe one win ahead of where they're at right now this year, and kind of more strongly viewed in a conversation of being a, a playoff kind of contender. Mm-hmm. And now I'm not sure if they have the roster to really compete with Tennessee um, or even New England at this point. Um, yeah. In the battle of of young quarterbacks, you know, you got the rookie against the second year pro. That would be an interesting battle um, to to see. But what do you think about the the bottom dwellers, the the guys that maybe have a chance, like Cincinnati? um and las vegas and indianapolis and cleveland and denver they're all sitting at five wins there are there are teams in the nfc that would love to have those records that the afc has for their kind of middling teams um but but there's 12 teams now with five wins in the afc and i mean and only seven are going to get in one of you know some of those teams that are above the fray now are going to fall below and some of these teams below now are going to rise up. Are there any teams there that you think might have a shot? Well, I mean, the, the chargers are, are a team that I would think of and the Bengals too. I mean, uh, Cincinnati, they've lost two in a row. So they've dropped from five um, and two to five and four. And so everyone's kind of jumped off. They, that face band. The, they face the Raiders in uh, this week. So they got two, five and four teams yeah, going that's head gonna, to head this that's week. Gonna, that's going to be a good game. Um, but the the Bengals, they looked really good. And they still have, despite being five and four, they're still um, you know, plus 33 in the point differential. So it shows that they are um, you know, they're they're perhaps better than their record, even with the two losses. Uh they really need to find some more rhythm on offense. Things have kind of fallen apart. They were they were really good early on, and then they've kind of struggled to be, keep that consistency going. Um, and I think that's one of the things that happens with a young quarterback and, and just being a young team. If they can put that back together, this is a team that uh, can go on a run and and be dangerous in the playoffs. They're going to be a team that no one wants to play. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Browns, on the on the other hand, they're going in the other direction. They're but, the, but you know you know who's playing the Browns this week? Detroit Lions. Detroit yeah. at Cleveland. So it's, it's, you know it's hard to lose when you're playing against. <laughs> Um, it's a good rebound week, right? Notice I didn't say it's hard to <laughs> it's hard not to win because um the Steelers proved that did not be true, right? They they didn't win against they also didn't lose. Uh the NFL's first tie um with the Steelers and yes, the Lions and that right. um <laughs> that game could not have been less interesting to be honest that game was well, one of the most interesting watch. and we just mentioned it is the cincinnati at vegas game mm-hmm. um, i think that's going to be one of the more competitive games of the weekend um in the afc uh the interesting game that pits an nfc team against an afc team this week would be the dallas cowboys 
at the Kansas City Chiefs. I think that's kind of the game of the week for me um, in that Dallas seems to be on the precipice of kind of stepping up in the NFC as being one of the elite teams, and they have an opportunity here against Kansas City to be able to do that, but it is on the road, and Kansas City is had it coming off a great game where everything came together for them to play that is a hard hard place to play play. what do you think of that dallas kansas city game i mean that seems like it's a classic waiting to happen oh yeah that that game i mean that's like that's the game of the week um as much as i want to watch you know the um the five and four teams uh go at it um (laughs) what i'm not and i'm not i'm because to me that That sounded funny i mean it just sounded funny it does, but but the, I, and I'm, I'm not the even Cincinnati kidding. Vegas game is a, is going to be a classic game. I think it's gonna it's it's a fun game. These are two teams because those guys are, are fighting, fighters. Yes. Yeah, they're fighting for that spot. Whereas the other one, these are two teams that are both gonna probably gonna go to the playoffs, and no one's really questioning it. So it's gonna be a really good game because it's two good teams. But nobody's season can hinge on that game. Whereas. Um, you know, another loss by the Raiders. They would have well, they will have lost three straight to drop to five hundred, and and everyone starts being like, maybe they're just not, a, they're just not uh, who we thought they were. And and you know, the uh, same is actually true of of the Bengals. If they lose, they they'll be have lost three straight to drop to five hundred. And so yeah. you get to you get to really start to question one of those teams. Um, well, you know the other the other game that is of interest, and you can kind of put all three of these games in the same sort of bucket. At least the Cincinnati Vegas, it's equal on par with that. Would be the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Los Angeles Chargers yes. on Sunday Night Football. That's a battle that I yeah. would mind. I wouldn't mind like checking out. You know what's uh, what's weird about that is I didn't expect that game to be um, in where it is in, in terms of it's meaningful. I expect I thought Chargers... Pittsburgh was going to fall down this year. I really did. Yeah. I'm, I'm I... actually su- surprised that they, that they're five, three and one, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. um, that, that, that's one of those situations where that tie could really hurt them. Down yeah. the, stretch. the, the, um, the offense is still really struggling. It's not, I mean, it's just not a good offense, but the defense has been really good and they've, played a pretty easy schedule so that's helped but i still expected them to be bad and they haven't been bad and i think that is a testament to um the quality of their defense and the fact that they've you know got good coaching um on the other hand i expected the chargers to be better so i expected this to be one of those games that we we would look at at this point in the year and be like okay we'll just give that one to the chargers it's kind of a uh, a meaningless game where you know the team takes care of the, the better team takes care of business, but I don't feel that way now. Um, the, the Steelers have definitely surprised that defense is better than I expected. And the chargers haven't been as good as I expected. So, uh, and that defense could really give um, the chargers a hard time. Like I, this is going to be a low scoring game. Yeah. Interesting. I don't know. I'm, you know, I think that you can score against Pittsburgh if you have a competent offensive game plan and you are patient, um, and and you're you're able to run the ball a little bit and take your shots. And um, I think, you know, it'll be curious to see how Justin Hubert really performs in this. And Brandon Staley is head coach. I think he's one of the coach of the year candidates. I really do. Um, oh yeah. Even though they're only five and four, I think they're a very competitive five and four team. They're second place in the AFC. They still have to face the Chiefs again. Um, that 
game against the Chiefs later on could could be the 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 deciding factor and who takes that division. It's just one of those years. I really like the AFC. I mean, it's just really a competitive year where it's really they've, la- they've they've lacked that for a while now. The NFC has been the um, the conference that has just had all the premier matchups and everybody's just clamoring to watch. And now the AFC starting to have some of these uh, well, I mean, teams what that happens are real when competitive. You have, when you have you know most of the conference at five hundred or better because the um, because they've they've got a bunch of good teams, whereas the NFC has you know five good teams and a bunch of bad teams. I mean, there's some some middle ones, but there's a bunch of really bad teams, and so the AFC is winning a lot of the AFC versus NFC matchups, and it's leading to just a big chunk of teams that are in the playoff hunt at you yeah, know five, five and five and better. Yeah, twelve. You have twelve teams fighting for seven spots right now, um, and. That's not the case, and, and that's and I'm here for it because that's a that's fun to watch down the stretch. Yeah. Now I I get it if you're a Pittsburgh Steelers fan or if you're a Chargers fan, you want your team, but as a fan in general of uh, NFL football, it's it's great again to see the conference really kind of be competitive once again um, and deep um, team wise. It just is, and the NFC is just a hot mess. I mean, for the most part, um, you've got yeah. some teams at the top that are just great the uh the rams you've got the um cardinals and um the the green bay packers i mean they had a tough game against seattle at home i thought that they could have made a larger statement in that game and they and they didn't in fact they struggled offensively for three quarters before pulling that thing out so i'm not exactly sure on the NFC, um, still, nonetheless, what it, what it will come down to is one big game at the end, and it's anybody's mm-hmm. guess. Um, but but getting there is is a competitive battle for sure. Anything else, Keith, that you want to talk about in this show? Um, who are the Denver Broncos? Do we? Yeah, do we know it's yet? interesting, right? Yeah, do, I, do don't, we, I don't do know. Do we know? Do we know who the Denver Broncos are? Like, is this a good team? <laughs> Like they showed us um, I don't you think know, a week ago, or are they a bad team like they showed us this team. week? Yeah, I don't think that they're a great team. Um, I think that they're, they're a 500 team, and I think they'll probably be close to 500 at the end of the year and miss the playoffs. Okay. Uh, and I'm, you know, th- that makes sense. And, and, they are and, they'll, and they're going to be looking for a quarterback, a, a long-term quarterback solution because, you know, it, so it's you're, just you're not, not ha- buying into the drew lock the- is not there bridgewater's kind of a a, a a bridge if you will to something else and um they still have yet to figure it out they traded away one of their best defensive players when yeah, that it looked weird. like maybe they were not going to be competitive and then now they're five and five and who knows right but i think that they're one of the worst five win teams out of the 12 and i don't know that they they get in i could be wrong but that's the way i'm looking at it well, they went on the road in Dallas and blew out the Cowboys. I know that it ended up being a 14-point game at 30 to 16, but the Cowboys' points all came in garbage time. Doesn't it feel, um, though, that the Broncos are just kind of set up to fade? Yes, but that win just has me questioning whether or not maybe they're better than we're giving them credit for. But then they're, then they turn around and they lose 30 to 13 to a fairly mediocre Philadelphia team. So 
which one are they? And I think maybe the answer is just that they're, you know, average. They're just in the middle. Um, But at the same time, like that was still such an impressive win. I don't feel like I have a great feeling for how good this team actually is. Well, I and think we're going to we'll find see. out this week. They got to they got to buy. Well, yes, we're not going to find out this week. Um, <laughs> although, hey, if you can't if you can't get a win when you're playing no one, when when can you? Um, that was a joke. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, right? Um, yeah, I, I they're just a team. I just I don't know what to think about them trading away Von Miller in a in a year where you're competitive for a playoff spot is just weird. Like, I just don't get that move. Uh, I know they were like, yeah, we've, you know, it gave us an opportunity to recoup some stuff and salary mm-hmm. cap, you know, room. And he wasn't probably wasn't going to be back next year and blah, blah, blah. But for this year, you were competitive for a playoff spot and you trade away your best player. It just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. So I wanted to mention the upcoming schedule for the show. Um, just uh, to, to capture some interest. Um, next show that we're doing on the NFL draft side is going to be top 10 running backs. Um, that'll be a good show because there's some good quality running backs in this class as opposed mm-hmm. to the quarterback class that we just talked about last week. And then um, we're going to do wide receivers after that and so on and so forth. And uh, as soon as we get finished with the offense, we'll turn our attention to the defense and we'll kind of get to about you know, the first of February with that list. And then we'll hop into the senior bowl and all that kind of stuff, the combine. And um, we'll be on our way with that, with that uh, NFL draft show. So stick around for that, for sure. On the side where we talk about the NFL teams, which is this show, uh, we're going to continue to kind of pay attention to who's making playoff pushes. I think going forward for the most part, um, highlighted games of the week, um, are who's in and, and who's out playoff push uh the nfl teams uh outside looking in is coming up and um and then finally we'll get into the um the nfl playoff push nfl playoff previews recap shows all that kind of stuff so and uh, eventually when the season ends we'll we'll cap it off with a really nice super bowl show uh, we'll get into team needs. So this this show will kind of transition more into the NFL draft. We'll talk about team needs for every team, every conference. Um, we'll do a lot of mock drafts. Uh, we'll have some guests on that speak to um, to specific team needs as well. So when we talk about those, uh, we'll talk about um, those with folks from shows uh, in those cities that'll help us kind of diagnose all that so you want to stick around it's it's going to be a great show great podcast um all the way through the nfl draft um and beyond um but that's the that's definitely the foreseeable feature so okay so until next time you're going to follow keith at myers nfl i'm at alvstead nfl the show is at pf underscore playbook um the website <laughs> is pro football play there's a lot to keep track of here and i'm doing it all off the top of my head pro football playbook is the dot uh, co is the website where we'll have all the shows all the content find us on your favorite podcast app right now we're on uh, megaphone fm and apple podcasts we'll have links to those 
um, so you can find those and also a YouTube channel. We've got the YouTube channel. We're also affiliated with the NFL mock draft database website. Uh, those folks are great. Uh, we're going to have all of our content up on there as well. So you can um, use their website. You can use their big boards, do some mock drafts, come into the show. We'll talk about them. Uh, we'll talk about what we're seeing as well. Help you out with those. So until next time. Uh, if you hear it around the NFL, it's in the playbook. Thanks for listening to the Pro Football Playbook Podcast. Follow Keith at Myers NFL. Bill is at Altstead NFL. The show is at PF underscore playbook. Listen and subscribe on your favorite podcast app or YouTube and at our website, profootballplaybook.co.